Thanks for listening to the Life Church Weekly Podcast. We hope you enjoy this message from Pastor Mark Borg. For any other messages or other resources, please visit us at lcboise.com. Now, now there's a lot we can we can glean from this, uh, specifically about the words spirit and truth. Um, of course, just touching that briefly, truth is truth. <laughs> you got to worship the Father according to reality. Uh, we could even draw Jesus into this because Jesus said, I am the truth, didn't he? You could also say, uh, we've got to worship the Father according to what he has said because Jesus said, uh, thy word, John 17, he said, to speak unto the Father, he said, your word is truth. And so we know we worship the Father. If it's not based on a revelation of who He is or truth, then it's out of bounds. That's not the type of worship uh, that, that works with Him. All right. Also, of course, we know that we worship according to Jesus, who is the truth, meaning a real relationship with the Father only comes through the finished work of Jesus. Right, so we're we're going in, we're going in with truth, amen. Uh, in other words, I could I could say this: uh, I'm not worshiping God uh, for something He didn't do. Uh, there have been uh, there has there has been uh, teaching in different circles that say you should thank God, you know, worship Him for everything that happens in your life. No. That wouldn't be correct because he's not responsible for everything that happens in your life. Huh? You should pick and choose what you worship God for. <laughs> Amen. You know, I mean, if you if you went out in the in uh, you know out, out to your car in the parking lot and you you look over and there's a big ding in your door that wasn't there when you first pulled in and you came up to me after the service and said, Pastor, I just want to thank you. Uh, you know, I just want to express my heartfelt, sincere gratitude for, for that ding in my door. I would say, I didn't put a ding in your door. I don't ding doors. What are you thanking me for? <laughs> That's you're out of bounds. That, that wouldn't be appropriate. I wouldn't receive that thanks. <laughs> I would not receive your gratitude. I said, I didn't have anything to do with that. Uh, you know, if someone says, well, I've had a trouble in my life or had this this disease and then the family or something. I'm just going to worship the Lord for it anyway. No, 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 don't don't do that. If you've been taught that, it's wrong. That's wrong. The Lord will tell you, "I did not ding your door." That was some that was someone else. That wasn't me. And so we separate. Now in the midst of anything, how many know we can worship him? In the midst of the ding door, if we thank you, Lord, that you are the God of the smooth door. You, you are the God. You, are, you are the God who removes my dents. <laughs> or, in other words, a, a, you know, a sickness or a lack or a need. Thank you, Lord. You are the need meter. You are the healer. I worship you for you are Almighty God, and you do all things well. In the middle of it, see that's worshiping according to truth, as opposed to worshiping in in relationship to something that God has nothing to do with. Amen. Amen. And then, of course, we, he, said, he said, you worship in the Spirit. Worship in Spirit, he said. Well, what would be a contrast of that? 
a couple things I can see. We could we could go down that path too. Uh, well, there's spirit and then there's flesh. You see that contrast constantly through the New Testament. Spirit, flesh. There's worshiping from the outside. There's worshiping from the inside. There's worshiping because I feel like it. There's worshiping because uh, I have a, a spiritual connection and relationship with God because of the Holy Spirit working in me. I want to worship in the Spirit. I want to worship in the flesh. But also I can see this. Uh, he said the hour is coming and now is. This is talking about a time when we are redeemed from sin. Meaning, I worship God based upon the new nature that I have in Christ. All right? My spirit is born again. And so I worship Him from that standpoint, on that basis. I go in not feeling ashamed, not feeling guilty, not cowering because of uh, of something wrong or some sense of unrighteousness but just the opposite I go into the father into his presence because he has made me new he has washed me clean he has given me uh, right standing with him through the blood of Jesus amen when you were born again how many know it was your spirit that was made alive yeah so if you're born again you qualify yeah, if you've received the, the Lord as your Savior, you're, you qualify to worship the Father on this level. Just speak the truth, acknowledge who He is, acknowledge what He's done, come on the basis not of your own merit, but on the basis of the finished work of the cross, and you enter right in, and the Father receives that worship. Yeah. And this is an outstanding statement. Jesus said the Father is seeking such to worship Him. He's looking for individuals who will come to Him, who will approach Him in this way, who will worship Him in this way. The Father is seeking. You say, we're seeking the Lord tonight. We're going to come before God and seek His face. And He's coming after you, looking for you too. Uh, in other words, he's seeking those who will approach him based on this, uh, on this, um, you know, I want to say formula or based on this uh, pre-requirement. Amen. Yeah. Everybody good? Yeah. And, and so uh, I think it's very important to, to recognize that if you want to have a relationship with someone, it it's wise to seek or to discover what that person is interested in, right? If you wanted to have a relationship with a, you know, a, you're single and you were dating and you were interested in someone, well, you might find out, you know, people do this sometimes, what that other person is interested in, and then maybe the, you buy a gift for them, or, or maybe you know they always hang out at the driving range and so you just happen to swing by and there they are you know but you find out what they're interested in and you begin in a relationship that way well I know what the father is interested in he's interested in me coming before him and worshiping him now I find this very interesting maybe it's cultural but it also seems to be godly but individuals in the New Testament 
frequently used this in their approach to Jesus. And and maybe it's because they wanted something. I'm certain that is the case sometimes. But it didn't seem to be frowned upon, even though they went to him seeking him to do something for them. Let me give you a couple examples. Look with me at Matthew chapter 8. Matthew, the 8th the chapter. Notice here verse 1. When he had come down from the mountain, great multitudes followed him. And behold, a leper came and worshipped him. Now just think about that. Obviously the guy has a problem. What does he do when he comes to the Lord? He worships him. Saying... Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Then Jesus put out his hand and touched him, saying, I am willing, be cleansed. Immediately his leprosy was cleansed. But he came worshiping. But he came worshiping how? What does his worship look like? This is interesting. This is what his worship looked like. He said, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Sometimes we think, and it's not incorrect, but we think worship always looks like this, and it has, it's filled with words like, hallelujah, I worship you, I give you glory. I use those words all the time. Obviously, I'm not down on them. Okay? I use them, you know. But we think that's worship. Here's worship. Lord, if you are willing... You can make me clean. Now, obviously, had a part of there was a, was a question. Is it okay to question, have a question for the Lord? He didn't know His will. Let it be forever settled and established in our hearts that the Lord's answer is, I am willing. So we don't even have to go there. All right? But His worship was a statement of acknowledgement of God's ability. He said, Lord, you can do this. You can make me clean. Now, did the Lord already know? Yeah, but that's called worship. We're not ever telling God something He doesn't know. All of our communication, all of our worship, you've never taught Him anything. (laughs) But what are we doing? We are proclaiming it. We are saying it. And it's coming out of our heart. And just basically declaring and telling the Lord, you can do this. You are big enough to handle it. It is an honor when you ask someone great to do something great because they see that you see that they can do it. Amen. And so a couple things here. Again, let me state it. He came to the Lord worshiping. And his worship was a statement of God's ability. It's just a statement of faith that he could do it. Yeah. Look, look, look at, uh, at another one. Uh, look at the next uh, chapter over here. Uh, in chapter 9 and verse... Hmm. Yeah, thought I had the wrong thing. Chapter 9 and verse 18. While he spoke these things to them, behold, a ruler came and worshipped him. Another 
another introduction. They came to Jesus. What's the first thing they came doing? Worship. Worship. This is just a good approach, you guys. You want to have a good relationship with God? Worship Him. Worship Him. Okay? Uh, he wor- came worship Him saying, what, what did His worship look like? It looked like this. My daughter just died. But come and lay your hand on her and she will live. I've never sang that song before. (laughs) My daughter, she just died. But come lay your hand on her and she will be alive. I mean, <laughs> that's not the typical lyric you think of for a worship song. But that was worship, wasn't it? He worshipped And again, you can see, what was he worshipping? He was trying to get Jesus to do something. That seems to be okay with God. And I know this, that we're, you know, it's not always that our relationship with God is always to just be about trying to get him to do something for us. I get that. We're always just seeking his blessings. And, 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 but at the same time, don't think that's bad for you to seek God to bless you. For you to, because it's honor because what you're doing in, say, in, in seeking that is you're saying, I believe you can. And I'm acknowledging your willingness and your love for me. That is a a sense of worship right there. Amen. Amen. And certainly there's a time and a place just to worship Him and say, Lord, I don't want anything. I just want to be with you. And that's honorable too, and we glorify Him. But this is also worship. Again, doing what? We're saying, Lord, you can do it. You can do it, you know. (laughs) You are God. You are powerful. You are mighty. You can raise the dead. You are, you are strong enough to raise the dead. Yeah. But again, I see that he came to worship him. Look at uh, chapter 14. Chapter 14. And verse... Verse 33, this is the time when Peter walked on the water, remember he, and then he started sinking, Jesus caught him, said, and then he got in the boat, said, oh, you have little faith, why did you doubt, this is, I'm in verse 32 now, when they got in the boat, the wind ceased, verse 33, then those who were in the boat came and worshipped him, saying, worshipped him doing what? Saying, that's pretty common now, by the way. Yes, lifting your hands is scriptural. Bowing your knee is scriptural. Sometimes the spirit moves and we get excited and we jump up and down and all that's fine. That's scriptural. Primary thing, though, as we see over and over in the Bible, is saying. Let your voice be involved in your worship. They worshiped him saying, truly you are the Son of God. Sometimes I don't know what to say. There's one right there. Jesus! You are the Son of God. In other words, acknowledging God 
for who he is. And you can point out specifics, but this is one thing. Of course, Jesus was in an earthly human body, and so he looked like everybody else, and so that even stood out even more. We know what you look like, but we know who you are. Amen. So acknowledge the Lord for who he is. Look at uh, the next chapter, in chapter 15, and verse... Oh, in, in verse uh, verse 25, again, you read the story. This is the woman of, Cana, uh, of Canaan or the Syrophoenician woman and per, approaching Jesus concerning her demon-possessed daughter. We, uh, in fact, talked about that a little bit last week. And, and uh, in verse 25, it says, uh, well, I, let me back up just real quick. Verse 24, he answered and said, I was not sent except to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. She was not of Israel. He's saying, I wasn't even sent here for you. You know, seems like she's being rejected there. But verse 25, then she came and worshipped him. Man, that's just a good response. You can get mad. You can get offended. You can you can say, ah, I can't believe you'd say that to me. Well, what did she do? Humbled herself and said, I worship you. But how did she worship him? She said, Lord, help me. You mean that's worship? Who's got that song? <laughs> Help me! <laughs> well, but that's what she said. And, and the scripture says that was worship. She worshiped saying, Help! Why is that worship? Because of who you're asking help from. It again is acknowledging God's Ability, his willingness, his desire to move, and so worship can look a lot of different, look like a lot of different things. But I see a consistency in this: is when they approached Jesus, they would worship him, saying something, and what were they were saying was coming from their heart, and it was giving the Lord a place above them, a place where He was able to do something in their life. Okay, that's what we're doing. When we lift our hand, when we sing songs, when we shout, when we praise, we adore Him. Let it come out of your heart. Don't let it be limited. Amen. But even calling upon His name for help, you are acknowledging that He has the ability to do it. That pleases Him. He's not saying, here you are asking me for stuff again. Why don't you just be satisfied? Why don't you learn how to live with it? That is not his response. When we are calling upon his name and saying, You are my strength in weakness. You are my help in time of need. You are my sufficiency and my need meter. You, huh? And we start calling upon his name. He's saying, Yeah, that's right, I am. And he wants to embrace you because he is seeking such to worship him. We're not coming on our own merit, for we like we earned it or deserve it, but we're coming based upon truth in the Spirit. I approach you, Father, based on Jesus and what He did for me. Amen. And I acknowledge you in all of my ways. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. And so, uh, you know, what's going on here? Well, what are we doing so far? Well, there's a little teaching going on, but in one sense, you could call what we just did worship. Why? Well, because we're magnifying the Lord in everything we say. 
and all of our thoughts, you know, where the Lord's helping us to direct our thinking. So we're in our hearts and our minds, we're saying, yes, he is God. Yes, he is able. Yes, he is uh, loving and kind and willing to work in my life. And, And we're starting to think that we've already been worshiping the Lord for a half hour. Huh? Yeah. And you guys didn't even sing a song yet, but it's, but the Lord's receiving it. Amen, amen. And sometimes, you know, just a response. I mean, I'm not trying to get a verbal response, but uh, uh, sometimes when, a, when something true is stated about the Lord in a service, and you might think, well, this is just Pentecostal or charismatic or something, but when someone says, amen, well, that can be worship. Why? Because you hear something that's true about the Lord and you let yourself agree. And the Lord says, yeah. Yeah, because it's all giving Him glory and praise. Amen, amen, amen. Amen. Well, stand up with me tonight. Say, aren't we doing things out of order? What is the order? I didn't know there was an order. (laughs) And so, no, we're not doing things out of order. This is exactly what the Lord ordered uh, for tonight. And, uh, and so I want to take some time and, and not be in a hurry. And we'll just uh, we'll worship the Lord a little bit, let the, the team lead us. And then uh, we'll see what goes, where, where it goes from here. But I tell you, the Spirit of God's already connecting with this and, uh, and already helping us. He wants you and, and I... He wants, he wants us to have such a close, intimate relationship with Him to know Him in all of His ways. And so how are we going to approach Him? We're going to worship Him. How are we going to worship Him? We're going to acknowledge Him for who He is. We're going to acknowledge Him in anything we know that's true. According to that, we're going to worship Him. Amen. We worship You, Father. Glory to God. We hope you enjoyed this message. Find our other messages on iTunes or visit our website at lcboise.com and follow us on social media, Life Church Boise. Thank you and have a blessed day.